We are learning Daf Nunches, and uh, just to catch us up where we are again. So we had this Geval Geshaila from Yishmael Ishkfar Yama, who came in front of Rabami yesterday, and he had the following question. Someone uh, planted in a, an onion, and he uprooted it, meaning he picked it during Shemitah. So then it's defined as being a Shemitah year thing, as a Shemitah sanctity. And Shemitah sanctity means not only are you restricted in terms of the way you can use it, uh, it's only for eating, not for any business, so on and so forth, but it also... Uh, has halacha just to, and we're gonna, gonna, get, gonna get, get into this today, so we may as well just uh, give an, an, an introduction. Is that there's a zman of beer, and then when the eighth year comes, when this fruit from the seventh year is no longer available in the field, meaning the crop is no longer available outside, it's already, everyone has already brought it inside their home, you can no longer eat it, meaning it's like a time limitation. There's a time frame by which you have to finish and consume your Shemitah stuff, and if you didn't consume it by that point, then it actually becomes forbidden to eat. So that's called the din of beer. Um, so that's another limitation to why it would be uh, a person would have if he has his, his bulb, his, his onion bulb that was Shemitah. So what had happened? He replants it in the eighth year. And when he replants it, what happens with the bulb is that the bulb grows a lot larger. And when it grows a lot larger, actually now most of the growth, most of the size of the onion, now that you replant it in the eighth year, is actually because of the eighth year, not because of the seventh year. So normally... There's a principle in the halacha called bittel, that there's nullification. So if I have mostly something which is permitted and it's mixed up with, with the minority, which is forbidden. So normally the halacha is that you go after the majority. Whatever the majority is, that's what defines it. So why don't I say this same situation here is going on with the bulb? The Gemara wants to know, perhaps we say, they could do lay hater iser, that the new growth of the eighth year, which are hater, will nullify the small minority of the bulb, which is iser, which has the kedusha of shemitah. And it will all be permitted as if it's not a Shemitah thing at all. Or perhaps we say just to the contrary. Since this, these new growths are the same entity, are just growing bigger, they're growing from the same bulb, they're growing out of that bulb, which already is, is labeled and defined as having Kedusha Shviyas, so then they automatically take on the same exact status of the Shemitah, of the Shemitah onion. So according to the Ron, as we said yesterday, again, it's very black and white. Either that the, the growths are heter and they're going to nullify the minority of it, sir, or just the opposite, the minority will, that, that it was will shape and define what grows out of it and what way it grows larger. So it's either all going to be mutter or it's all going to be aser. So that was the question. Is this true or is it not true? So we've been trying to look for different proofs in halacha, different areas of halacha where they can come up and figure it out. So we are up to the bottom of Nunzayin Mubez, the bottom line element of the is from the following price. So it says in the price of Shimon Omer, top of whenever you get a mixture of something which could have a heter, so in other words, normally you say bittel, whenever something is mixed up, the majority is able to nullify, a majority of heter can nullify a minority of iser. But when it's a davr shi'eshlomatirin, which means it's a type of iser which could be fixed, meaning it is usr now, but it's a fixable thing. What's an example of an iser which could be fixed? Like to just give an example of something which is not. A little bit of pork is not a davr shi'eshlomatirin. There's no way you can make the pork mutter. But what's an example of an iser that has matirin? You go in tevel. Tevel. What's tevel? Untithed produce. So it has a very quick fix. What do I do? Go fix it. Right? So it's not it's it's it, it's there that it's also before you've taken off trumas and meisers. Meiser sheni. Let's say let's say meiser sheni gets mixed up with other stuff. That's also davar sheish matirin because meiser sheni. It's also to eat anywhere outside of Yerushalayim has to be eaten with certain sanctity. But what you can always do is redeem it. It's redeemable. You put it onto other money. So let's say I have a little bit of meiser sheni grain that got mixed up with other grain. So here you can't really say bittel. Why not? Because it's a fixable, solvable issue. 
The Miser Shani, what is the law? You can just redeem it. So you can take money and say, I don't know exactly which grain is the Miser Shani in there, but, but this money should, should, should be redeeming the sanctity of the Miser Shani wherever it is. Or Hektish. If something from the base of Mikdash gets mixed up with other stuff, you can't say Bittal, because again, it's a solvable issue. Why is it solvable? Because Hektish can be redeemed. Uh, the Chadash, or the Isra of Chadash. Chadash is that you're not supposed to eat from the new crops of Israel until the 16th of Nisan when they bring the carbon. So let's say a little bit of the new crop gets mixed up with the old crop and you don't know where it is. So it's again, it's Tavashir because you could just wait to eat it until the 16th of Nisan. So in all these cases, the Chacham do not give any measure for the proportion, meaning there is no disproportion that will create the, the nullification. There's no pit that will ever be said. Even if the tiniest amount of any of these materials, Tevel, Meister, Shani, Hektish, or Chadash, if they get mixed up with a ton of Heter, doesn't make a difference how disproportionate, how much, how much there's an overwhelming majority of Heter, it makes no difference. The smallest amount of Israel will never become nullified because a Dabr, Shiesh, Lomatirin, is never bottle. Again, what is the svara for this idea that anything which has material cannot become bottle? It almost seems like it's like counterintuitive. It's a lighter isra that can go away, and therefore it's not bottle. Like, how do you understand that? If a little bit of pork gets mixed up with a lot of kosher stuff, what do we say? Bottle, eat everything, no problem. But a little bit of tevel, meister, shani, hektish, or chalash gets mixed up, we say even the smallest amount is not bottle. So we saw from the Ron back on Nun base that super lumdish, a big Ron, that the isaid of bittel is that things are different. And since they're different, they, when they are mixed up, the majority defines what the whole mixture is. But if it's a Dabr Shishimatirin, so the Isra and the Heter are not so different. They're not, they're not so different. And if they're not so different, then nullification can't happen. But you, the other one has to know there's also a different way how to understand. Rashi and Be'er Daf Gimel says, the famous language of Rashi is as follows. Until you're relying on some B'di Evid Heter of Bittal and saying, oh, I'm going to eat the Isra because it's nullified. You could just rely on it better. You could just get the problem to go away. And if you could get the problem to go away, you get out of the predicament, that's better. So it's a fascinating svar. Rashi makes it as if like, Bittal you rely on as a last resort when there's no other way to solve it. But here it's a solvable issue. The Isra can be, rem- can, can, can be rectified. So therefore, you don't rely on Bittal. That's the rule. But when you're dealing with something where there is no way of fixing it, it could go in Truma. Truma will never be mother to a non-coin. There's no way to be with that. So if it gets mixed up in something else, or trimas miser, the trima of miser, right? You give miser a tenth to the levy. Of the tenth you give, he takes off um, and he gives some to the coin. So trimas miser gets mixed up with other stuff. Chala, which you give to the coin. Arla, first three years, the fruits are also. If they get mixed up with other fruits, or kalim in the vineyard. Let's say you had an onion which was planted in a vineyard, right? So that onion would be also. It's a mixture of the species. Something that's mixed with the, with the vineyard is forbidden. In all these cases, there's no way to solve that. So then, also, so then midarai, so it's always bottled in a majority but the rabbis came along and they actually said a little bit of extra stringencies that not necessarily a simple majority you might, need, you might need a little bit more different sizes 100, 200, whatever that's for another time but the bottom line is, is that there is bittel which can be applied this is the big rule that Reb Shimon says no bittel yes bittel so what, that's what Reb Shimon says Amru lo the Chachamim responded to Rib Shimon as follows. Shemitah produce, you can never fix. What does that mean? Something which has the restrictions of Shemitah remains Aser at any point. Meaning the Shemitah sanctity doesn't just go away. There's nothing which can be Mater Shemitah. So what would you expect if a little bit of Shemitah would get mixed up with some other stuff? What would you expect the Halacha to be? It should be Bata, right? That's what you would expect according to your rule. But Lamai said, what's the law? The Chacham did not give any measure for it to become nullified. We say it asers in any amount. 
Meaning, what are we going? We're coming to say that there's a rule, which is a there's a, a case, which is a question on our rule. The law is that shemitah asr is in any amount. Shemitah sanctity cannot become nullified. Okay, that's what we're assuming the premise of the law, and it's einlo matir. There's no way to be to, to, to get ahead there on shemitah thing. You can't solve the issue, so it's a question on the rule. What you're saying? Where do we get this premise from? That shemitah asr is in any proportion and is not and is not nullified. It's not because it says in the Mishnah, If it gets mixed up with its own kind, meaning a little bit of let's say a, a, a shemitah apples mixed up with with, with a non shemitah apples. It's its own kind, apples and apples. Then we are so strict and we say that even the smallest proportion is not bottle. So why? What's the shot in that? How are you going to explain that? It's a davar she ain lo matir. That's the question. So Reb Shimon responds, Amalahem, Reb Shimon says, what kind of question is that? Afani lo mati I say that that rule that you were just talking about, that you just quoted from the Mishnah, that Shemitah is never bottle, that's talking about regarding the requirements of beer. What is the requirements of beer? The requirements of beer, as, we, as I said in the introduction, is that Shemitah produce needs to be consumed by the time the end of that harvest is still available in the field. Meaning if you want to eat an apple that has Shemitah sanctity, you can only eat it as long as apples from the seventh year are still out in the fields. But if you can, no one can get out there in the fields and find a Shemitah apple, at that point, you can no longer eat it. That's the requirement of beer. After that, after the beer comes, after it's meant to be removed, you can't eat it anymore. It becomes treif. It becomes forbidden to eat. So what Reb Shimon is saying is this rule in the Mishnah, that Shemitah Asr's Bakoshu cannot become bottle, it means like this. It means that let's say some of the stuff was um, was some of the stuff was mixed up. It's still before this amount of beer, before the time of beer came. Some of the Shemitah stuff got mixed up with non-Shemitah stuff. So you want to say bittel. Why would you say bittel? Just eat everything. What's the bittel? You want to say bittel because you want to gain that I should be able to eat everything forever indefinitely. So that's a classic. It's solvable. Why is it solvable? Because you can just eat it all right now. So since that is a davar sheishel matirin, you're coming to create the bittel. You always have to think to yourself, what am I utilizing the bittel for? What, what's, what's it being used for? So if I have Shemitah apple that's mixed up with a ton of non-Shemitah apples and it's before this amount of beer, meaning apples are still available in the field. So I could eat everything if I wanted to. So what am I utilizing the bittel for? I mean, I utilize the bittel that I can have peace and serenity that I'm going to eat these apples forever. <laughs> so you don't need that. That's not a last resort. Just eat all the apples now. Big deal. So that is a davar sheyesh matir. Ah, it's a davar sheyesh matir, and then very good. Then it, even in the smallest amount, it cannot become bottle. If it was after this amount of beer, and now that whichever apple it is that's from the seventh year is osser to eat, and I have no way of solving it, and it got mixed up with many other apples, what would that lacha be? It is bottle and nullified, and I now could eat all of them. But if it's before this amount of beer, where my utilization of the, the bittle is to get off the din beer, that's a davar sheyesh matir, and just eat them all now. So Reb Shimon is expecting Explaining how it's all good. That's what he concludes. If you want to know if you could eat it after this amount of beer, when it's totally awesome and it doesn't have, then it doesn't have matirin, then benosin time. You're right. It all depends if it gave flavor to the mixture. And if as long as there's no flavor, then it could become nullified. That is the end of the discussion. Now, what does that have to do with us? We're in the middle of talking about a Shemitah onion bulb that was replanted afterwards in the eighth year. And we're trying to figure out here if, uh, what is the law? Do we assume that anything that grows out of it automatically is also, or do we say that the new growth should be mavatal, the old thing? And did, it, did it say anything about that? Did it discuss that over here? No, not at all. What is the Gemara's question? So the Ran learns like this. The Ran, Dibra Hamaskal Hashviyas Oseris. He's saying that this quote of the Mishnah, that Shemitah Asers, when there's Shemitah stuff mixed up with other things, 
the Gemara assumes that the mixture could be even our case. Someone had a Shemitah bulb, a tiny little bulb from Shemitah that they uprooted. They replanted in the eighth year and it got much bigger. It also is including that case. It says Shemitah that gets mixed up. Did it say how it got mixed up? I could say my apple got mixed up with other apples. That's the classic case, like what I was saying. But you could also say that the mixture that the Mishnah is referring to is that type of mixture. A little bulb of Shemitah got replanted then in the eighth year, and now it grew much bigger. So Shemitah sanctity is mixed up with not Shemitah sanctity. And what was it saying? It was talking about this whole thing that, that, that and it depends if it's before this amount of beer, if it's after this amount of beer. But fundamentally, what were we trying to say? That it could be Shaykh to the din of Bittal, as long as it's in Lomatirin. So that is a proof. We were saying that maybe since it grows out of it's a bulb of Anin, that was the same entity, and it grew out of it, then automatically it takes on the status of the original bulb. Here it seems to be not that way. Here I seem to say that the, um, that, that, that the new growth of the onion, that, that it, 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 is, it is possible to say that, that it, it, I mean, there's different ways how to see it. The Ron was trying to say that the Gemara was bringing out that 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 the gedulin the the, the originally bein begedulin going batzal shnotavashviyas that it does aser meaning it will forever be shmita stuff it's forever going to be shmita stuff and will be machmer and not allow the new growth to be mavat. In other words, the, the Mishnah said Shemitah Asr is in any proportion. What does that mean in any proportion? It's including a case where the bulb was from the seventh year and I replanted it in the eighth year. And we're being machmer and we're saying the Shemitah Asr is in any amount. That's the way the round learns. So in other words, the proof that the Gemara is giving is that what? It's a proof that the Gedulim of Heter cannot be Mavat. Now, the round is very hard, to be honest with you. Because there's another, you could just say, as we were explaining, that it depends if it's in the Yishlamatirin or in Lamatirin. It's not, you don't really see from the price at all our case of the bulb of the onion. And you don't really see at all that the reason why it's not bato, why Ashviya, so Isar is Koshu, Lamina, is because of the fact that the Gedulim grew out of Isser and therefore they remain Isser. It's very, very hard. In other words, how does the Gemara really have the right to pull that out? But that is what the Gemara is trying to, is trying to bring. The Gemara is trying to say that the, the, the quote that we said, that Shemitah Asr is Lamina, which implies even the bulb of Shemitah, which got bigger in the eighth year, it's still Asr in, any, in, in any proportion, is because the growth from something that's Asr remains Asr. So therefore, that's our question we should resolve from. So the Gemara says, You're right. Um, over there, it's possible that it's only a question of being machmer. What do we mean it's only a question of being machmer? So the Ron here just elaborates as well. What would imagine, just to bring out the point here for a little bit, imagine would be the opposite. Let's imagine, let's say you had a 60-year onion, which did not have Kedusha Shviyas, and then you replant it in the seventh year, and now we're going to say that it does have the seventh year status. That actually wouldn't make sense. We would say that whatever grows out of the onion, we don't necessarily say is like the onion from before. If it would be a six-year onion that I would replant, and now there's more from the seventh year, I would say that as the seventh-year thing. But the other way around, where it's a seventh-year thing, and then I replant it and there's more from the eighth year, so now you're trying to use the new growth as a leniency in Bima Vatel, there you can't. So meaning what the Gemara is saying is, we don't know from here because it says, It could just be that all the Brisa is saying is, whatever way would be more machmir, we would be more strict. In other words, maybe really we don't know whether or not the bulb that was replanted is able to, is able to nullify it. We don't know. And we'll treat it strictly either way. If it was a six-year thing and it grew in the seventh year, we'll say the seventh-year things are also in it. There's a little bit of Shemitah. But if it was the seventh year and it's replanted in the eighth year, we're going to say the seventh-year thing still remains and it's going to be also. So we don't have a proof conclusively from what we're saying. So therefore, the Gemara moves on to another case. Element Hada. 
Pashta. Let's resolve it from a different case. Etnan, it says here in a Mishnah, So here we're dealing with 60 year onions, okay? So it's from the 60 year. It's not any, any issue in the bulb itself. But what happened is they were left outside, and uh, this is interesting scientifically that it can still grow, and it was raining on, on them in the seventh year. So they started sprouting more. So it sounds like the sprouting that the onions are doing isn't necessarily even making the, the bulb grow, but it's making the leaves grow. There are leaves that grow from the onion. So we say as follows. Is it considered a growth? Again, it's not a classical bulb in the ground, like growing more from the ground. You have some growth, some, some leaves growing out of the bulb here because they're still on the ground. So what do we say? If they're dark, dark leaves are indicative of real growth. That's not fake. That's like a real strong growth. So then it's forbidden because they have Kedusha Shviyas. But if they're, if they're much weaker, a much weaker shade, they're not dark, so then Mutar, and they are permitted. Because basically we're saying... That that's that, that that if it's not a darker green, it's a sign that the growth is not stronger. Is not it, if if it if it's not a dark dark shade, then it's a sign that it's not a good growth. And if it's not a good growth, then it's just growing from the onion. It's not really growing from the ground. Meaning the point we're saying is the onion was lying around now here. The six-year onion is lying around there on the ground. Now it's sprouting leaves. If the leaves are strong, you know that the ground has given nutrients to those leaves. Now they become forbidden. They have Kedusha Shviyas. But if it's pale, then we assume that it's just growing from the onion, but not really from the ground. He gives a different definition. Not what their color is, but how strong the leaves are. If they can be pulled out by their leaves, meaning I can grab the leaf and pull out the whole bulb, then it's us. That's a strength that, of, that the leaves are real. Connect on the, the opposite case. If it would be the year after Shemitah, the, no, the new growth would be mutter. So what does this mean? It means, let's say it's the year after Shemitah, meaning just the opposite. I had an onion that was Shemitah, and now they're a little, and now it's lying around on the ground, and now it rains or whatever it is, and now new strong leaves are coming out. So we say, if they're strong, if they're like black, darker green leaves, so then I say that they are mutter, but if they're weaker ones, then I say they're just growths of the onions and they're osser. So what do I see from here? We say that the permitted new growths are able to osser what was there from before. So why, what are we saying? We're saying that, that, that we see this from, from this last thing that we're saying. I had a, from the last case, the, the, the inverse case, where I had a Shemitah onion, and now there's post-Shemitah growths. We're not saying that since the leaves are growing out of the onion, automatically they get the status of the onion. What are we saying? We're saying that if they're able to be strong, they're strong leaves, so we see that they're growing because of the moisture from the ground of the eighth year, not just from the onion. We're makel. But what do you mean? They're coming out of the onion. So if they're coming out of the onion, if there's a Yisoy, that's something that grows out of something automatically takes on the status of the thing that it had, then if I have a Shemitah onion, which after Shemitah is making these new strong leaves, even if it's coming from the new ground, even if it's coming from the moisture of the ground in the eighth year, we should still say it's Aser. So what do we see? We see that, no, we don't say that. We say that even though it's coming from an onion that's Shemitah, if we have proof that it's, 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 a new, it's a new growth from the nutrients of the eighth year, as opposed to just uh, some sort of outgrowth of the onion, it's mutter. So I see even though it's from the onion, but bottom line is, if it's from the nutrients of the ground, then we are lenient. So we see that Kedule, Kedule Hatter are not necessarily um, just, uh, just, are not necessarily uh, a thrown after the status of the onion that they come from. So the Gemara says, that's not a proof. And here, let's just clarify, and here's the leniency. Right? That's why it's very good. That's why it's a proof. Because here it's a leniency. I'm saying if it had a seventh year onion and now the eighth year leaves are coming out and I know they're from the eighth year because they're, they're dark green leaves, I could eat them. It's, 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 a, it's a leniency. So the Gemara says, maybe the Mishra was talking about a, an onion which was crushed. So in other words, they were crushed before the rain came and made the new leaves. So they weren't significant enough to give the status of the leaves their same status. So what is the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying a very lumdish point, Rabbi Say, Very hard. 
that this idea that we're saying, a new growth of heter automatically is considered a part of what it came from, you only say if the original source is a significant item. I have a nice bulb of an onion, a strong bulb. So then I say, whatever comes from it, even if it shouldn't be also in its own right, but it's considered, it, it takes on the status of where it came from. But if the source is a crushed up, insignificant onion, because it's crushed, then we don't say that the new growths automatically take on the status of that thing. So notice we're seeing a whole new variable that we haven't yet seen. This idea that new growths take on like their source is only if their source is a significant thing. Because again, Be'etzem, they're growing from the eighth year nutrients. We got that. The whole thing we're saying though is that, hey, they're coming out of an onion that has Kedusha Shviz. It should depend what that onion is. Is it significant or is it insignificant? Maybe we're dealing with a case where it was chopped, or it was already crushed at some point, and if it was crushed and now the growth is coming, so then the new growth will be permitted. So we need another source. The Gemara says, Elevin Hada, rather we need another source. The Tanya, it says in a price. Someone is pruning together with a kusi. So pruning is, you know, you're picking out too many. You got the herbs and you got the leaves. You got to take out some of the bad growing ones. So you're pruning together with the kusi. The kusi sometimes keeps halacha, sometimes not. We're going to see in a second how much you can trust and how much you can't. So you're pruning together with the kusi with chasayos. So chasayos are some sort of herbs, but the point is that there are things that, you know, like, like onions, like are definitely in the category where you would be plant the bulb itself. You're pruning with these things. You're a lot of snack from them. Now, what does it mean you're allowed to snack from them? The chiddush here is as follows. When you have untithed produce that has grown, you're allowed to take a snack. Tevil, it's only usher. Once all the work has been complete, then you can't eat at all until, uh, until you take off Trumas and Maizos. But when you're first pruning, you're working with it as you're harvesting it, you could take a snack before you finished your work. That's the law of general with Tevil. So that's what's going on. You're pruning with the kusi. You could take a snack. Why is that a chiddish? Because maybe, you know what happened here? Maybe this was already became chayv and Trumas and Maizos and it was just replanted by the kusi. How do you know? In other words, maybe it was a bulb of an onion. You're pruning an onion. Maybe this is not the first time this onion is growing. Maybe it already was grown, already harvested, already processed, already gathered in it at home, and then he decided to replant it, in which case you cannot snack from it. So we see, no, that we're not choshish for that. That's the idea. We're not concerned that uh, maybe, such a, maybe, such a thing, maybe such a thing occurred. It's mutter for the Jew to snack from it, even though the Trumas and Maestros weren't taken off yet. You don't have to be nervous that it already had been finished and, repl- and replanted. And the reason is, you could be lenient for such a concern. I mean, that's a little far-fetched. I mean, you could replant onions, but if you don't know that it was like that, you're allowed to be lenient. When you go to take off Trumas and Maestros, you assume they're chayav, meaning you have no reason to, 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 to say maybe it was already processed and Trumas and Maestros were taken off. No. He was doomed for sure. It's just regular growing for the first time. No Trumas and Maizos were taken off. adds, but wait a second. If you're working with a Jew who's suspected that he doesn't keep Shemitah, so you're pruning here after Shemitah, but you're pruning together with a Jew who doesn't keep Shemitah. So what's the law? The Matzah Shvi is mutter. Whatever you prune in the year after Shemitah is mutter. Why? What's the shot? You have a bulb here in the eighth year. So here, it's a daraisa question, okay? So we can't just say the rabbis are going to be lenient. We're not concerned that it was replanted. It's a daraisa, right? We're dealing with the onion from Shemitah. But that could be Shemitah. And you're dealing now in the eighth year. And we're saying, don't be nervous that the onion really has Kedusha Shviyas and it was just replanted. Why shouldn't I be nervous? Why not? You know why? Because even if it did, if that did occur, it was a Shemitah onion that was replanted and now it's in the eighth year when you're pruning with him. You don't have to be concerned because the eighth year gross, you could assume, would be Mavatal, the status of the Shemitah.
That's what the Gemara is trying to say. So in other words, it's a simple proof that the new growth of Hatter can be Vatal Eser. You're pruning with it someone who doesn't keep Shemitah. It's the eighth year. Why don't, you, why, don't, why don't you have to be concerned that this bulb is really a Shemitah onion that was replanted and therefore you have to treat it with Kedusha Shviyas? Must be, because since it's the eighth year, even if it was replanted, it still has the new growth of Hatter. And since it has the new growth of Hatter, what are we going to say? We're going to say that it's Mavata, the original status that it has. So the Gemara says, first the Gemara tries to get out of it by saying, How do you know you're pruning an onion? Maybe you're pruning something which decomposes. Remember, we spoke about that, like a wheat, let's say a wheat kernel that I was Kedusha Shviyas and you would replant. There wouldn't be a question. Why? Because what happens to a wheat kernel? It totally decomposes and a new thing comes out. There, of course, the new growths are permitted after Shemitah. That's not part of our question. Our question is only something like an onion where the bulb remains intact the whole time. So maybe here, even though it said chasoyos, maybe it means something which decomposes. Says the Gemara, Hatanya, but it says in the price of chasoyos, what are chasoyos? The luft, the garlic, and onions. Those are all things where the bulb remains intact. So if it's saying you don't have to be nervous in the post-Shemitah to prune together with the Kusi, it must be because the new growths would be mutter and they're going to be mavato, anything that was before. So the Gemara says, and maybe we're talking about that the, that the onion was crushed, just like we said before, that answer, that if it's crushed up and there's new growths, then for sure the new growths are mutter can be mavato, the iser. The whole question was only when it was a significant bulb. Maybe you're dealing with that it was chopped up. So the Gemara says, you're dealing with somebody who was who doesn't care about Shemitah. Therefore, what? What's the point of the Gemara? The Gemara is saying like this. Why would you assume we're talking about a crushed up bulb? Well, like that's a wild thing to say. Out of the blue, oh yeah, maybe it's crushed up. Now, shots like this. If you know the halacha and you care about the halacha, you might bedavka crush up your onion and then replant it to facilitate that the new growth will be out there on the mivavato, the crushed up onion. That's exactly what you're going to do. And you're orchestrating the bintel. You're all you're thinking that through. But if you're pruning together with a guy who doesn't care about halacha, that's the whole point. He's chashad al shmita. Why would he, why would you assume we're dealing with an onion which was crushed and making new growths? That's like, in other words, it's not something that we can just boldly suggest on our own. You could say maybe that, like we said on the Ahmed Aleph, that made sense because we're dealing with a case we're dealing with a regular Jew. Fine, maybe that's the case. But here, the, the case, the price is that he's pruning with the kusi. Or someone who's chashon on Shemitah. So we can't stop throw out, oh yeah, maybe we're dealing with a case where they were crushed up. So the Gemara says, maybe we're dealing with a case that they were mixed up together with other, with other mutter leaves. So in other words, maybe after they were picked, they got mixed up with other leaves. So stop. Maybe that was the case that they were mixed up with other things. And that's the reason why you're allowed to be, you're allowed to be lenient. Says so the Gemara, you're talking about when, it's, when you're pruning. When you're pruning, you're not, you're not dealing with that. They didn't get mixed up with other things. So now that we really have tried every single thing that we can possibly do, hasn't worked out, our hetar comes back. It says that you can prune with the guy, Matzai Shviyas, even though, even though who doesn't keep Shemitah rules. What's the pshat? Why aren't you concerned that it was replanted and it's really a Shemitah one? Must be. So, we've definitely answered our question. We definitely see from here that a, a Shemitah bulb that's replanted in the eighth year can become permitted. So now the Gemara says, now that I see this, this, this reject Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yonasan. What are Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yonasan? So this is yesterday's Gemara. They were the ones that were talking about other areas of halacha. Remember, one of them was if I had a branch that had arla fruit and I grafted it into a new tree and it grew a lot more, does it become mutter? That was one. They said, no, it does not. The new growths do not nullify the original one. Another one was talking about if I have a bulb of an onion that was grew in a vineyard and it was usher, and then I replanted out of the vineyard. Do, do I say that it becomes mutter? No, he said, it does not. 
So the Gemara is saying is now that we've seen that a Shemitah onion that's replanted in the eighth year does become permitted, let's reject them. This, why don't I say the same thing by an Arla onion? Or if I have a uh, Kilak Harem onion, if I replant them, why don't they become permitted? So the Gemara says an absolute golden Yisoyed of why Shemitah is different than other Yisurim. Amr Bishlik Shanya Shemitah. Shanya Shviyah. Shviyah is different. Why? The nature of Shemitah is not that the, 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 the fruits are Asr, but rather the Karka is Asr. The whole Israel of Shemitah comes about because of what the land it does to it. In other words, it's not about the type of fruit it is. It's about the type of land that it grew it. That's the key. Other Yisurim, let's say you say kill Akar. It's about the type of fruit. It's an onion that was, that was mixed with the vin, within the vineyard. What, what about the other one? Arla. It's a type of fruit. It's a type of fruit that's from a tree, right? That it's in, the, in an immature state. Shvius, it's from the karka. It's never a din in the fruit. It's what the karka's growth is. The Torah always says, what does it say in the Apostle? The land should rest. If I saw Aret Shabbos, we're making a din on the land. The outgrowth of the land that as Kedusha Shvius cannot be eaten. It's not a din in the fruit. It's really a din primarily on the ground. Therefore, since it's the ground that makes the Isser, so the nullification can come about from the ground as well. If I take an onion that has Kedusha Shvius, what's Asr about it? Because of something in the onion? No, it's the growth of the ground in the onion which is Asr. If so, when I replant it in the eighth year and I develop new growth, then it's going to go away. So listen to the distinction the Gemara is making. When I have an Isser like Kileakara or an Isser like Arla, where it's a din in the fruit, so just because you make new growths and now the fruit is bigger, who says that the new growths are able to be mavato, the original iser which was there? The pre was already iser, it just automatically continues its iser. But when I have Shemitah, where the whole iser on the pre was the growths of the ground, it was never the pre itself. It was always what the land was doing to it. Therefore, if I replant it and develop new nutrients from new ground, from ground of eighth year, that's what will go away. So what the Gemara is doing is we accept that our Shemitah question has been resolved. We accept that, that the bull from Shemitah, which is replanted in the eighth year, becomes multiple. But the Gemara is saying, don't apply what you learned over to other Yisurim. Shemitah is different. The Yisurim of the Isra is not in the priest, only in the Karka. It goes away from the Karka. Other Yisurim, we wouldn't necessarily say such a thing. What about the Isra of Miser? Meaning, the things that are that are that are meant right the the, the trimus and misers those things also come about from the ground right aren't those also things which come which comes about like that what does the pasuk say so the pasuk seems to seems seems to be talking about that it's talking about what the field does in other words the chi of trimus and misers we assume comes from the field again something grows is it the iser right the din trimus and misers it comes from what the growths of the of, of, of the field it's not in the fruit itself because the pasuk says Saw that. It's what the field is doing. Nonetheless, when I replant it, it doesn't, it doesn't become bottled. Tanya says in a price of litra miser, devil shazar bakarka. If I have a litra, uh, it's amount of weight of untied miser, or as I have miser, reach on trimus miser, hadn't been separated. And you replant it, you replant it in the ground now before Shemitah. Now it grew a lot more during Shemitah. So let's just understand what's going on. You had to take off trimus and miser, the, the, the trimus miser from it, but you didn't. And now you replant it and it grows a lot more during Shemitah. Shemitah items are all hefker. They're ownerless. You don't have to take off trimus and maestros when it grows during Shemitah. Now it grows a lot more. Arika Esra Litra is 10 Litra. So of that 10 Litra, one Litra needs maestros. Nine Litra did not. What's the law? It's a mixture. 
So the one litra of it needs to have trimmers and miseries taken off, but it's also shmita because of the nine litra stuff that grew. So I have to be careful to take off trimmers and miseries to potter the one litra, and I take it off from another place, and I take it off. Um, I take it off. Also, litra miseries shalom makomachel lefi cheshbon according to the proportion of trimmers and miseries which need to be taken from here. So what do I see from here? I have a litra of, I don't know, an onion, right? I got an onion from from before shmita. It's, it was given to the Levi, hey, here's your miser. The Levi didn't take off his trimus miser. He's obligated to. The Levi takes that. He hasn't yet taken off his, his truma. He puts it in the ground, and now it's Shemitah, and it grows a lot more. What do we say? It's a mixture. And in that mixture, there's a little bit of truma that he has to take off. Why do we say it that way? Why don't we say that the whole din of truma is what comes from the ground? And since I replanted it, and there's so many new growths that are coming from Shemitah now, which don't have an obligation of truma, so the original obligation of truma on the, on the litra should go away. So the same way by Shemitah you're saying any Isra in the Karka could become nullified through the ground, you should say the same thing by Miser. So what the Gemara is saying is, if it's true by Shemitah that you say that we were saying, it should be true by Miser. Because not only is Shemitah about the growth of the ground, Miser is also. Now what's our big proof that Trumas and Miser are like that? Because the Pasuk says you take off Miser from the Tfu HaSarecha Hayoitze HaSadeh, which is from the field. In other words, we're trying to say that the Chiyav, like the Din Truma, is from what the field does to it. It's not something in the fruit, but rather something that the growth do. So we should say the same as that if I replant it and it goes away. That's the problem. Says the Gemara, Tapa Nun Testament, Aleph, it's not true. Ami Miser Digun Hudikagarmla. It's not in the growth of the field. It's in the fruit. Why? Because you're not Chayav until the Digun. What's Digun? The completion of the process of when you. Um, Harvested. It's only when you cut it all. It's only then when you pile it together, when it becomes digun. When you smooth over the pile, that's when it becomes chayv and trimas and maizos. What are we trying to say? We're trying to say it's not from the growth of the ground. The, the chiyuv of truma is not something that comes from the, from the essential growth of the ground. The proof is because it's not there right away. It's only there later when you turn it into digun and you smooth it over with piles. So therefore, we do say it's in the fruit and not in the ground. So we're, we're, we're defending what we said. Only by Shemitah, where the whole thing about Shemitah is the ground, that's where it's nullified through the ground. Everything else is not like that. Arla is not like that. Kelea Karim is not like that. And we're including now Trumas and Maestros are not like that as well. It's not essentially something that's from the ground. It's something which comes out in the fruit at a later point. Since it's something that comes out in the fruit at a later point, therefore, we say that it actually will not become nullified when I will plant it, uh, replant it at a later, at a later point.